So here's an idea. Let's all move to an island where we don't have to deal with people. People of different minds, people of different perspective. Let's just move to an island. Live alone. Don't be bothered by anybody. Yeah, on today's episode of Excuse My Confidence, we're going to really examine why that is not possible, why that is not helpful, and why that actually stops you from growing into the best version of yourself. Uh, My name is Brianna Talbert, and I'm the host of Excuse My Confidence. This is episode three, Fair Trade, and we're going to be talking about how relationships and uh, friendships and all kinds of other interactions and connections with other people, how that impacts you as a person. So I hope you guys are doing great. Uh, I've been keeping busy. It's been back to school for me and uh, we're going to like week three, week four situations. So it's uh, starting to settle in that I have a lot of work to do. Um, So I've been a little bit busy. uh, But uh, yeah, I personally enjoy sitting down and having these conversations with you guys so much. Well, I mean, talking to myself but you guys listening uh because it allows me a moment to really reflect and be introspective and um think out loud and this gives me a lot of clarity and a lot of purpose in my own life and i hope that you know it helps even one or two of you to finding your purpose and finding your confidence finding your voice you'll hear me a lot like a lot of the conversation that i have with um, or on, excuse my confidence, is about relationships, and I feel like it's such an integral part of our development. And here's why. In relationships, when I use the word relationships, I mean friendships, family members, cousins, uh, co-workers, colleagues, you know, students in your class, every person that you interact with or connect with at any level, that's a relationship. And the best way for us to be aware or self-aware is to reflect on how those relationships are impacting us. Now, it's really easy in this generation to say things like, you know what, I'm just going to move away on an island away from people. Or we say a lot of, I hate people. I hate working with people. I hate seeing people. I hate going out and going to Costco and running into a friend or whatever or uh, an old schoolmate or classmate. The reason that we do this is because I think naturally, and this is just my perspective, just my opinion, I think naturally we know that our relationships with people force us to confront a part of ourselves that is kind of uncomfortable. Every relationship that we have is like holding up a mirror to ourselves And looking at the flaws and the imperfections and the hard parts and the difficult things that we've been through, the trauma. And so who wants to do that on a daily basis? Not everybody. And that's why we get some people who, who, people who tend to be, um, you know, social and out there, they tend to be very successful people because they know how to build relationships and they know how those relationships impact their sense of self, their identity. That's not to say that introverted people are not successful, but I think that the process is just different. So going back to, you know, our entire generation 
wanting to be secluded, wanting to be isolated, uh, sort of retreating, showing no emotion. I know we all speak in hyperbole and we all speak, you know, we're exaggerating when we say stuff like that. Of course, if we were locked away, you know, COVID is a perfect example of this. If we were locked away in our bedroom without human contact, at some point it does become exhausting. It does become crazy. It does become a little terrifying. And the reason why is because there's a biological there's a biological response built into us to need relationship and to need human contact with other people. There's been many studies in science and um me being someone who loves science, I I studied nursing for about two and a half years and uh, I've always been a huge biology and psychology nerd. Um, I took a lot of enthusiasm when I learned some stuff like this in high school. And there was a study uh, about a child, uh, a feral child, that was isolated, completely isolated for a long period of time. And they found that this child, over the longest period of time, kept away from people, lacked things like social skills, emotional regulation, emotional identification, and the simple things of like gross motor skills and um, speech. So when we look at it in this like huge, huge literal sense and see, okay, like if I really isolated myself from everyone, this is the some of the things, some of the basic things that we need to survive we would not have without other people also in childhood in school you are graded and marked and evaluated on your socialization socialization is a key element to development because we are naturally um, people who mimic each other people who pick up on other people's behaviors and it's a it's a way of survival if you look at the story of Tarzan, this is a sort of a old school reference, but um, if you look at the story of Tarzan and how he lived amongst gorillas and, and monkeys and apes and whatever, the zoo, the, the zoo, <laughs> the jungle, if you look at that and you see how he was socialized, and of course this is, you know, said to be fictional, but you look how he was socialized by by animals and how his behavior when he became when he came into contact with the humans how those two clashed now i highlight this specifically because if we could say that tarzan socialized by animals and us growing up or jane socialized by humans how how that interaction could be so bizarre and so different and so polar opposite how can we accept that that makes sense but then not apply that to our lives and how we are socialized versus the people around us could you not agree that my socialization experience is based on 100 percent on the people that i was surrounded by and that may be different to the people that you were surrounded by. Therefore, our interaction is going to be very chaotic at times because we were socialized differently. 
That doesn't mean that anyone is right or wrong or anyone has a better way of living or surviving. We're both surviving, but the way that we survive is different. The worlds which we come from are different. So I want to ask you again, if you really think about it, could you live in complete isolation? Could you really live in isolation? Probably not. I think one of the things that we resort to, we resort to isolation for this reason that uh, confrontation and relationship building and connections, they're, they're difficult. They're not easy. And they force us to reconcile the part of us that exists internally and the part of us that exists externally. What people perceive of us and what we perceive of ourselves. So I bring all of this up because if we're talking about becoming a confident, becoming a successful person, becoming the best version of yourself, how can I possibly exclude the fact that everything that you are, everything that you do, every thought that you have, every habit you formed, it has all been the summation or the the complete collection of experiences and relationships that you've had with other people. People who live in isolation are not going to have the same sort of self-awareness that somebody who lives with tons of people is. It's just a fact. It's just science. So I bring this up because... I want us to look at all of our relationships in our lives. Take a moment and really think. Think of your boyfriend or your girlfriend, your partner. Think about your brother or your sister, your cousin. Think about your mother and your father. Think about your favorite coworker, your least favorite coworker. Think about the classmates and think about all the best friends that you had in high school and and in elementary school and and how they're not all around anymore. How fleeting some of these relationships are. Think about family members who you once were close with but are not anymore. Or think about family members who you were never close with, but now you are. Why does this change happen? What purpose does it really deliver to us? Why does this happen? It happens because we're dynamic people. It happens because we change constantly over time. And the change is brought on by our relationships with people. I'll give an example, as always. I have a lot of hobbies. I've had many hobbies over the past few decades that I've been alive. And the people that I've been around have either allowed me to explore those hobbies, entertain those hobbies, 
entertain those interests, develop those hobbies and interests and skills, or they have either stopped me from entertaining, developing, and and exploring those interests, skills, and so on. That's part of why our parents, when we're growing up, are very cautious about who we're around, right? Because they understand that our relationship with people, even if it's a subconscious realization or a subconscious understanding, our parents realize that our relationship with people impacts our behaviors, our thoughts, and our actions. But see, when we become adults, suddenly we're in control of who we build relationships with and what kind of impact does that have on our adulthood? What kind of evaluation are you holding against all the people that you allow in your life? Your mom's not over your shoulder anymore saying, I don't really like that friend. Maybe she is, but you're an adult, so even if she was, you'd probably say, you're annoying. (laughs) I can manage this myself. I'm an adult. Reality is that we do need to have this checklist. We do need to have an evaluation of all the people that are in our life. However, evaluating that someone's purpose in your life is going to be short-lived or it's going to be, you know, only two, three months that I'm going to spend them with this person doesn't make it irrelevant and it doesn't make it purposeless. You could have a relationship with two months that is more meaningful than someone that you've known for 10 years. You could become close to someone within a week and know, and, and you've spent your entire life next to your family and known nothing about each other. We need to have an evaluation of people and relationships that we have in our life, of course, that really is the best way to protect ourselves and the best way to protect our energy. However, we have to let go. There is a part of us that has to let go. We're not always in control of these situations. We could have a friend that we are best friends with for years and years and years, and then circumstances happen, they move away, pick up and move across the earth. Now they live in China, New Zealand, or anywhere in between and that's out of your control so are you just going to stop having relationships with people because you can't control that relationship no in my world in my ideal world i would love to think that i could have relationships and connections and friendships with whoever i wanted and when it does end i won't hold on I won't hold on to the point where it hurts. I will let go. I will let go and I will let that relationship serve its purpose in my life. I'm going to use a very specific example and I really hope that it doesn't ever really come out. But um, I went out on one date with one person. I swore up and down my entire life that I never liked sushi. I swear I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. 
could never could never convince me to eat sushi. I went on one date with one person. The guy ordered sushi and now I eat sushi. Never spoke to him again. I'm not saying that's a divine purpose. His divine purpose in my life was not to <laughs> was not to t- teach me that sushi was okay, but really on a very small level, everybody leaves these footprints in our life. They leave an impact, whether it's big or small. And think about how different my experiences, my choices in my life would be if even the small things didn't happen. Me and my sister a few weeks ago just went out for sushi. We had a a lovely little sushi date in my car. We sat outside and had takeout. That may never have happened. That Those conversations may never have happened over sushi if I never got over the the disdain that I had for sushi. This is a terrible analogy, I know, but I'm just, I'm trying to make it very simple and very small so that you can see that if one person over one date has such an impact on these small events to follow, then one person who you've had in your life for one year, five years, ten years, your entire life, your mother, your father, your siblings, their impact on your life is undeniable. The teachers that you've spent your time with, your colleagues, your classmates. Some colleagues and classmates you'll see more than your own family. Your your teachers will see you 100% more than your family. So I just bring this up and the whole point of today's podcast is to really reflect on what these relationships bring to our life. I want you to stop turning away from relationships. I want you to stop pretending like you have no emotion and that you have no heart. You are a human being and that is the most beautiful part about being human. It's being an emotional and dynamic character of your own life. Dynamic. You change. How boring would your story be? If I made a movie about your life, how boring would that story be if you were just the same? A Sheldon Cooper. The same. Your entire life. Allow relationships to come into your life and take over. Allow them to teach you about yourself. Allow that reflection to take place. Allow yourself to look in the mirror and ask, am I changing for me? Am I changing for them? What experience am I taking out of this? What am I learning out of this? It's such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful process once you actually accept that relationships are beautiful even when they are only a moment long or they suck. If those relationships suck, the sucky relationships are the best ones to develop your sense of self. I was just in a relationship that I would rather light myself on fire than relive. But honestly, if I didn't live through that relationship, I would not, we wouldn't be here. Excuse my confidence would not be a thing. Content creation would not be a thing. 
writing a book would not be a thing. Being in school for business would not be a thing. All the things that make me me and that are bringing me closer to the most authentic, most successful version of myself yet, none of that would be taking place if I wasn't in the relationship that I was in. That poor relationship propelled me and pushed me into the future, into a version of myself that I couldn't deny. Yes, was there trauma? Yes. Was there heartbreak? Yes. Is it disappointing? Of course. And do I sometimes sit and wish things could have been different? Of course. But that doesn't mean that I wish to turn back the clock and unbecome the person that I am today. Because I am just so proud of her. And when you look at your life, this is how you should think. Every relationship you've been in, it has been the best you could do in that moment. And the best that they could do in that moment, sometimes. Stop fixating, as we talked about last week, stop fixating on the the potential and focus on the actuality of the situation. One of my favorite quotes that ever existed on the face of this earth is a quote by Maya Angelou. When you know better, you do better. When you know the answer, you you will make the best decision. When you know all the information, you'll make the best decision. If you're only looking at half of the story, then you're only going to make a half-informed decision. And that's not your fault. That's just the reality of it. The relationships that you get into are a direct reflection of when you know better, you do better. And sometimes you have to be in shitty relationships to just learn better. So that the next relationship that comes along, the next connection, friendship, job, Whatever it is, the next relationship that you can get into, you can do better because you learned to do better. I'm going to reference, <laughs> I'm going to reference Drake's new album and the song Fair Trade because I absolutely live for it. I don't love a lot of the album, but I gotta I gotta shout out this song because obviously the episode is named after it and it gives such an a clear explanation of some things um, regarding relationships. And here's what it is. Drake says in the song Fair Trade, I've been losing friends and finding peace. And that sits, that resonates with a lot of us. And it's not because we want to cut people out of our life. We just realize that there is people who have to leave our life at some point. And it brings us a sense of peace. When we start to overextend ourselves and give too much of ourselves to our friends and our family, it's time to cut ties. We realize this, right? We understand this. So the only way that we're about to find our potential and reach our potential self, the best version of ourself, the peaceful version of ourself, is by allowing relationships to come in, do their job, serve as a reflection, serve as a checkpoint of where we're at and where we want to be. 
sometimes it sucks. Oh boy, it sucks. But if I hear from one person, hey, I just don't like being in relationships. Hey, I just don't want to be in a relationship. Or I don't like friends. I don't like people. That's like an immediate red flag for me. Because the reason that you don't like relationships and the reason that you don't like having them or getting into them is because, one, you don't want to invest the time and energy into it. But two, you also don't have a concept of self-awareness. You don't have the self-awareness to get into a relationship and you understand that if you get into a relationship, you are forced to confront and reconcile all the problems that have been caused by you in the past. We need to be accountable. We need to be accountable. And a relationship forces us to be accountable. A breakup forces us to be accountable. Is there shitty people out there and it totally is their fault? Yes, but we still played a role. I'm not gaslighting anybody when I say that. I'm just saying that even if we get into a relationship with a narcissist, we play a role in choosing the narcissist, right? But that's not something to beat yourself up over. It's just something you didn't know any better, but now you do. I've been losing friends and finding peace. Oh, Aubrey. 